Zach Bowie Towers. <laughs> Sean Polofsky, everybody. Hi. Hi. Oh, you can take a sip of your water. Oh, no, that's okay. I was just trying to arrange my profile, so I... <laughs> Just completely we can just terrorize everybody with my nose suddenly. <laughs> well, you'll be happy to know that the video version is just for my Patreon. So great. So Good for them, the no- lucky <laughs> you won't you won't hear the nose probably in the in the episode. <laughs> we were just reminiscing because it's been a while since we've seen each other. A but I've while. known you. We've known each other for a very long time. A while. I know. How long have we known each other? I Zach? mean, I've been doing comedy for like ten years. Yeah. So like, and I met you at the beginning of my yeah. uh, my my journey for sure. Right. Right. And you've always been like a beacon of light, like Aww. as a queer boy, especially like, and a fantastic. Sean Polofsky is like the I'm gonna say the queen of the comedy store, and in general, just oh. like, perf- you're a beacon of light in like the queer community as an ally. Just keep going. Yeah, keep and, going. Well, it is so fantastic. You bring an energy to the room that a lot of people don't bring. Well, you know what, Zach, you bring that light too. And I think that's why we came together like this. And, you know, it, it's it's always been a delight to be an ally to the community. I mean, if, if anybody's going to get my wealth of material, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I relish it. They're smart and everybody, you know, you can, you can say things and you don't have to have a filter and, it, it's understood. Yep. We, we can, t- we've been through a lot so we can take a lot. And also like once you've like gotten those fans, like they're like yours, like guys, gay guys will go. That's to the only, that I, that's you. the only, that's the only man that talks to me. <laughs> Do you think like Zach, I, I see your posts on Instagram, all these dudes sliding into your DM. <laughs> Do you know, no hetero man has ever, never, I don't believe Never that. Never believe it. I don't you believe could that. check my Instagram. It's all gay guys going, Sean, where are you going to be next? <laughs> Sean, look at a picture of this dick. So I get dicks from gay, gay men showing me dicks. It's not anybody just sending me their dick. You get gay dicks in but it's just your. Gay men sliding into my DM like, Sean, like that. But no, there's never like a hetero dude going like, wow, I, I saw just... you and I thought you were so hot or hey, sexy. It's always, if it is, it's a bot. <laughs> Wait, don't you have a hot ass husband? I do, but I almost <laughs> had to trick him into marrying me. Not true. It's true. No, I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> Little does he know. Wait, and he's Brazilian? He is. So maybe you guys are afraid to slide into your DMs. <laughs> I feel like I believe like Brazilian men are not to be fucked with. It's true. He will slash your neck. He's a quiet guy. <laughs> he's so quiet. He's like Marcel Marceau, the Brazilian. He could just mime his way out of a box. But God, like I found out like maybe month three when we were dating, I didn't really know he was a jealous person. He was always kind of sweet sure. and quiet. quiet, but he's Latino. So I should have expected that sometimes comes with, with the culture. Um, dare I say, cause I've been through enough of them. Oh, those were the good old days. Anyways, I'm sorry. I digress. So, uh, yeah. So, when I met we're him, we're going to actually talk about those. We're going to talk about them in a yeah. minute. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about all of them. Because it really was the gay community that teached me to open my eyes 
to diversity because I, I I grew up in Oklahoma mm-hmm. and I didn't really know a lot and I and, and I grew up Jewish in Oklahoma so I was always raised to think okay I've got to find a nice Jewish boy to marry a nice Jewish man you know a doctor or this and I was oh it was always embedded in my brain by my grandma Bertha my parents but let's you know the the pickings were slim oh my god and Oklahoma, Oklahoma. seem like a right. thriving Jewish. Right. Right. Is it now? I don't know. <laughs> I try not to go back there, but yeah, you know, I mean, there are Jewish people everywhere. Yeah, you know, surprisingly good. enough, but the choices for me to date would only have been like my dad and my eight-year-old brother, Derek, and I say sometimes that's acceptable in Oklahoma because you got to do what you got to do. But I, 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 when I came out to California is when I just, I was like, okay, I started dating Jewish men, but I really kind of just stayed in that Caucasian range and when i started working amongst the the gay community it was gay men that would pull me aside and they go you know sean you know what's top of the food chain and i'm like well what are you talking about they're like well there's latinos and then there's brazilians and if you can nail a brazilian that's like that's like the gold star Yeah. yeah And I was like, really? Hmm. And I literally had to be sat down to open, like, ridiculous. And once I opened my eyes, it was like a potpourri of dick <laughs> coming through. I know, my husband's Shape probably under colors. the table right now. He's like, I will kill you. Um, yeah, but my I didn't know my husband was jealous to, like, month three dating him. And we were watching a reality show. And somebody was cheating on someone. I'm like, what would you do if you caught me with oh, someone no. else? And he was like, well, first, you know, I would kill him and then i would kill you and then simply move back to brazil i'm like oh because there's no such thing as extraditing honey like very scary so he's quiet but he will he'll sneak up on you like a ninja i would i love the kill you part yeah like jesus he just turned into oj simpson like so fast I was like, oh my God, I'm with a killer, is but a hot killer. I was going to say, is that any part of that? Do, are, do you find that hot? Like when guys are jealous or like protective? Yeah, I yeah. do. I mean, I think if they just didn't give a shit, you'd feel really bad about yourself. <laughs> yeah, you'd but like, uh, nothing? Yeah. Like, hey, but um, there's a, it, I like a little jealousy. Too much is, is super crazy. Sure. It's scary. It's I scary. save that for the Aquarian men because usually. <laughs> Aquarius men are really jealous. Wait, are you a big horoscope girl? I am. Okay. I am. Here comes the crazy. No, I mean you're you're in a safe space. Oh, I, uh, am I here in my? I mean, I'm looking around your place right now. It sure is safe. I saw your roommate. <laughs> Ram. <laughs> Woof. For at Tower Bottoms, who listened to the pod regularly, he was a guest on the pod last year, and he's such a cute. Wait, we, we actually had a couple episodes where he would come home like from the bars and like tell me about all his like escapades. It was a very cute little. God, I'd like to hear them too. I yeah. live vicariously through his DMs. <laughs> Shit. Um, was it? Oh, what's your horse? What's your sign? Um, guess. See, I don't know them that well. Okay, so I don't want to offend you. Okay, I'm um, gonna. I'm just gonna name a couple of people who share my sign. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't, this is this is so characteristic of my sign. Gemini. Um, close. Okay. Uh, Madonna. J-Lo, you know, those little people. Scorpio? Uh, Leo. Damn, sorry. You know, if you okay. look at the her, the her. Oh, yeah, you have a mane. Yeah, that's it's all about the hair. And you do identify with being Leo? A hundred percent. Have yeah. you ever met a Leo you didn't like? She, she, her, and Leo. That's actually... <laughs> 
That's my pronouns. She, her, Leo. Uh-huh. Okay. Good to know. Um, I'm a Libra. Does that change any way you see about me? Uh, it only makes you. It only makes me love you more, and that's why I have. And I'm not just like blowing smoke up your ass. I am telling you, Libras are my favorite sign. Oh they're my the gosh. nicest. They're the nicest people on the astrological chart. The kindest, nicest, most generous people there is. Oh my! I will say. He's a Libra too, my roommate. And so we're, yeah, I don't we're care a- what he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Oh uh, my God, I'm such a predator. What happened to I me? Fucking, I think women should have a go at being the, the predators that everyone's scared of. Yeah. I want, I want women out there in these streets terrorizing men just for a little while. Yeah. Just be like, this is what we're talking about. Isn't there like a true crime channel where women actually do <laughs> it's like that? S- snapped or snapped. something. Yeah. It's a show. Snapped. <laughs> snapped well, let's is get actually- you on. Let's call your people. Let's get it set up. <laughs> yeah. I've never been that girl that's like that crazy that follows men or so. I don't go through my husband's phone. I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I've never been that girl. That's great. I don't like, I don't think that's aspirational for anyone, you know, didn't, I never want to feel compelled to go through my partner's yeah. phone. Like yeah. if we're doing that, oh, yeah, that's, that's not a peaceful life. Yeah. I think at some point though, I think most women will be like, okay, I'm, they do that or they, they probably should at some point. Yeah. I feel like, because I, I just, you know, going, being a product of divorce same myself and knowing the history of my own father. I, you know, but I think I'm a little more alert with these times and I'm always, you know, watching and catching things. Well, but also we're all we're all being captured and watched more often. Yeah. Like we're posting where we are. Yeah. <laughs> hour by hour. You know, it's harder to get away with stuff, I think. Yeah. There's a paper trail of sorts. Right. Speaking of your father, between your father and your brother, if you had to date or marry one of them, who would it what have been? What kind of Oklahoma? <laughs> you brought it up earlier. What? Hillbilly? Are you kidding me? This is something I've never been asked. It's I think tough. I just vomited in my mouth. You said earlier, brother oh, and dad God. were my own, might have been my only options. Okay. I just think I'd be celibate. <laughs> like I can't. Like I I can't. I can't never I mean, can someone really can you answer that question, Zach? I mean, so if I had to pick between like marrying my mom or dad, I'd marry my mom. Which but, but is wait, interesting. But, because she's a woman. <laughs> yeah, but I would see you wanting to be close with your mom because at least you know your mom's gonna take care of you i i honestly thought this was just like a funny quirky side <laughs> off offhand question and now i'm like following it through myself because you keep you're keeping it going i'm like okay fucking one of my family members who big the child services is going to be knocking on the door any minute hold on nope i don't hear them yet okay but on the subject of sex how do you define sex if you say you had sex with someone what does that look like to you or what does that mean um, I, well, I define sex as probably physical intercourse, I think. Okay. Because I feel like the other stuff is just like what you're supposed to do. Like that's the fun and not that intercourse. God, that sounds so medical. It does. My God. Penetration. I'm like an old lady. Intercourse. <laughs> intercourse. Um, I think the physical act of, of, of somebody... 
yeah, putting their dick in me. <laughs> Is that better? Is that just more? I mean, that's more relatable. But I mean, I think everything is sex. But I think when I when I would say when I would tell people we had sex. hey, we had sex, it meant I physically Got had somebody enter my Virginia and then or well other places <laughs> okay. or whatever. But that was physical physical sex. But I think everything else, foreplay and is, not, is just fooling around. I I do like that. I, and I'm a fooling around guy, you know? Yeah, I, that's why I love you. Oh, do you, I do think... I mean, like, that's not why I love you, but <laughs> I understand that. It could that. be. Your husband kills me. Um, uh, I think I like foreplay actually more than penetrative sex, if I'm being completely honest. Well, foreplay is the fun part. I mean, that's where you get creative in it. And that's really how you see if someone's a good lover. Yes. And if there is no foreplay then, you know, I mean, there's, you know, you can have that like wild, rugged sex where you just come in and somebody, you know, pushes you up against a sink and pulls your pants down. Yeah, you can get to that. But I think when you're really deciding how attracted you are to and that like the animal magnetism, I think that comes from the foreplay. I think that's really important. And like slowing down. Yes. And... It depends. Are 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 you a romantic or? I'm a romantic with like avoidant tendencies. Does that make sense? Yeah, I like the concept, but then like if it gets too real, I'm like, mm. yeah. Well, Libras <laughs> are actually as fun and loving and generous. There's also this really kind of dark, dark, dark darkness sexually, usually to them. And I only say that because most of the men that I dated and were long-term boyfriends were Libras. Huh. And I got to say, one of my Libra boyfriends, like I remember, and we, we would have a good time, but I will never forget. He showed me this porn once, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. You know who I'm talking to. Uh, I'm not quite sure he's listening to Tower Bottom, but I'll tell him to tune in. And I still talk to him this day. He is a wonderful guy. And But I will never forget him showing me a porn that he really enjoyed. And it was basically a guy skull-fucking <laughs> this girl. Like his dick was rammed down her throat where she was like choking <laughs> and vomiting. And I was just like, wow, that's really aggressive. And I didn't know how to handle that. Like I was like, this? Like this is aggressive and you're not... <laughs> You know, you're kind of like easygoing yeah, dude. You're not this, but that's that's the shit. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't really feel like vomit. Like, I don't want to get, I don't want to be uh, air restricted because of your dick. Right. Like, I don't need you to put your dick in my eye socket. Like, that's <laughs> that's uncomfortable. And then, you know, what was if someone from the bar mitzvah walks in? Or was this a turning point in the relationship? Not really. Okay. I mean, it probably should have been. <laughs> I mean, I think it was like year. Two and a half he showed me that? It wasn't new. Wow. Yeah. But wait, did you become <laughs> the girl in the video? No. Okay. I mean, if you're going too far with me, I mean, his dick never went into my eye socket. <laughs> but if he got like a little, aggra- I'd be like, pull pull back, like, dude. Easy. Pull back. Easy, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, ads. If I've said it once, I've said it a million times. You are too sexy to be listening to ads. Go to patreon.com slash towerbottom and listen to this 
fuck talk as God intended. Ad free, baby. Um, that's so interesting. I wonder if that was like something he really needed or just something that he liked in that moment. I think he liked it. And to show it to me was a bold move because you got a lot of balls to show me something like that. I'm not going to be one to mince words. <laughs> and I could have just been like, you're crazy. We're out. I'm done. But I stayed with it, you know, because it was legal. It was, <laughs> it was, it was, it wasn't my dad or my brother. And it, it seemed, it, it, you know, that was kind of the thing that he found, I guess, attractive for that moment. I don't know if he's still, I haven't asked him if he's still skull watching fucking girls. skull fucking porn. There's also, I guess, a, an aspect of porn. I'm trying to think of like porn. Like I've watched some like water sports porn, like, yeah but i've never really engaged in it Mm -mm. but like i watch it and it's very like kind of escape is uh i don't know it's like a fantasy yeah so maybe the skull fucking is a fantasy i don't know i i think if he had asked to like urinate on me or, or god forbid like scat that is not that's not anything i would ever be a part of i just don't find that very clean it's definitely and, and not. I think my OCD <laughs> might like, take over. Sure. I'm just something about like the smell of urine and a definitely of duty because well, I'm 12 years old and can't just say shit um, <laughs> that I feel like Pieces. that 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 probably where I'd be like, come on, man. I'm out. Yeah. Um, do you remember the first thing that ever made you horny? First thing that made your coochie tingle? Uh, yeah. My mom said when i was a baby i used to i i've never even said this out loud she said i used to like masturbate as a baby or as like a little kid or rub up i was like oh god yeah i um it was the book it was the book forever by judy bloom the book is called forever forever and you would highlight the dirty parts yeah, like little little girl, we would highlight the dirty parts. Wait, what and I remember in the reading that forever. She had a a peen. Oh God, now you're making me um, remember. I think somebody's the, the guy she was dating. He had a penis and he took it out and he named it Ralph. I could <gasps> be wrong, no, but no, it no, was no. like really. It was like her first experience sure. with the. Uh, with a with a peen, <laughs> with a peen, you know peen, I, Zach. No peen. Well, I know. I'm gonna live vicariously through you. I do though. Well, that well. Oh, good. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you still performing on gay cruises? Um, I haven't done um a gay cruise in a couple years because I was producing on a game show and that started to take up a lot of my time. And sure. when I was running like a team of writers and whatnot, my boss wasn't as lenient of like, hey, can I go away for two weeks? <laughs> and just be like, ah, you know, so, uh, but since the pandemic now, I'm going to be working on, um, there's a new gay cruise line called I Am Outbound. Oh, a and new one. Yes, I heard of a yes, with, with Jonathan Bennett from Mean Girls. Yep. And his uh, his husband, husband now yeah. husband. Yes, I saw the yeah. photos. On they people. got married, wow. and so I'm going to be working with them 
in June. We're going to Portugal. Cool. So it's a smaller like riverboat type of cruise. But once, you know, I'm still working within the community. I do a lot of like gay ski weekends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bear conventions, private LGBTQIA plus gigs, whatnot. But I, I haven't really been on the gay cruises for a while. But I did them for like nine, ten yeah, years. For a long, for a yeah, while. I love them. I love them. But now my job's coming back. In August, oh so God. it's gonna be kind of tricky. <gasps> Congrats, though. To, uh, well, thank you, but it's it's gonna be kind of tricky to work that back in. Sure, again, but that's okay. I'm just getting like one one go out in June, and hopefully, I can keep continuing doing that because there's nothing I love more. I mean, than sailing. I mean, you understand how fun vacation. is it? Yeah, like, it's so fun. It's. Literally and the boys must love you. Like you must look like a, a fucking pork chop to those guys. So I, um, yes, on the RSVP cruise where the, it skews older, I look like a teenager. And the, but on <laughs> Atlantis, it's like all age ranges, and I'm very, I'm like, you're like lo- the oldest one. Uh, yeah, I'm like bottom <laughs> like, of the food chain on Atlantis. Everyone's twelve. Yeah, basically in a different color jockstrap every day. Um. Okay, so the book Judy Bloom. Interesting. I think you might be the first person who's had um, a written word horny trigger. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of other people are like, Aladdin, or like a, a, the underwear aisle at yeah. JCPenney or something. Yeah, Aladdin's a very gay answer, though, so <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't going to be true, Aladdin. True, true, true. <laughs> Especially seeing Aladdin while I grew up young in Oklahoma, you know, I would have just looked at them and like, what is that? <laughs> Why is he so tan? Why is it? What is that? <laughs> um, do you remember your first orgasm? Oh, if you're a baby, maybe not. Yeah. No. So you've just been coming. I guess. Let me God. I know my <laughs> dad, did you hear that? Oh my God. My mom's just coming from the grave and I'm like, would you stop talking like that? Are your parents both passed? Uh, my mom is. Okay, okay. My mom passed like four years ago. Oh, and, I'm and sorry. My, thank you. And then uh, my dad's still alive. At least she didn't have to go through COVID. Is that like a silver lining at all? I guess. I mean, <laughs> I, really. I wouldn't want my mom to have been isolated Bruh. during this time. I mean, I think it, it, it's been so sad for, for everybody everybody yeah devastating you know maybe for not some people in florida or <laughs> texas but i i think as a whole it's just it's given me a whole new outlook on life like an appreciation yeah i mean that's exactly why i was like i gotta get back doing some gay cruises because that's it's where i'm really happy it's, it's i love life. it it's, it's, yeah. it's a happy place and i think right now you just gotta live your life and and each day you know you can it could it could be that I know. Right. It could be your last. So it's it's like get to it. Get busy living. I always think about that. I'm like, yes, like <clears throat> decision wise. I'm like, well, the roof could collapse while I'm sleeping tonight and I could die. Sure. But let's just knock on wood and hope that that <laughs> doesn't. Hey, it's an old apartment. It's cheap, but it's an old apartment. <laughs> yeah. But at least you'd be dying with your hot roommate. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> what a perk. Um. Okay. Do you remember your first sexual experience with another person? God, yes. Yes. Okay. Well. Do you feel comfortable talking about oh, it? Oh, of course. Okay. I feel, um, I'm just trying to remember which. Yes. Okay. First sexual experience. And it wasn't like too sexual. Of course. But, okay, went, I went to Jew camp. Nice. Because we were talking about this earlier. Uh, I went to Jew camp in Rocky Mount, Missouri, Lake of the Ozarks, Camp Sabra. So, well, like. What 
brought them there? Some well, I, I don't know. I, I guess it was they felt like it was a good place to hide people in like the redneck mountains. They'll never look yeah, here. Yeah, they'll never see us. Meanwhile, <laughs> cut to a spotlight of a star of David on a mountain. <laughs> Kids in peos and yarmulkes everywhere. No, 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 no. They'll never see us. And then my Barbara Streisand face, just water skiing. No, no, no. Just we'll, we'll lay low. So... Yeah, so it was called Camp Sabra, and you know, Jewish parents love to send their kids away for the summer. So there I was. I'd go there during the summer, and then I was probably about, mm, I don't know, maybe 12, 11. Classic camp age. And uh, we had a co-ed group called Habanim, which I don't know what that means in Hebrew. Don't ask me. <laughs> and we went away for an overnight camping trip with the guys and the girls, and we had a, this is so, this makes me sound like I'm 297 <laughs> years old. <laughs> but I have great photo facials and Botox. You hear that, Doc? I mean, you're stunning. Um, please. You're gorgeous. I'm wearing a filter right now, but I love you. <laughs> but we had a hickey party. Where you gave each other hickeys. And I was kind of a prude when I was a kid. I was always kind of scared. I hadn't French kissed anybody. I hadn't. We had a hickey party. And I had this boyfriend. And he was pretty fucking cute. His name was Grant. Like, how cute is that? Grant is very Or it's Grant or Gant. I can't remember. (laughs) Shit. Gant, less cute, but we'll (laughs) Gant or Grant. And he also breakdanced. And he was a hot, cute breakdancer. Yes. Yes. And Jewish. Yeah. The full package. Yeah. And he was a blonde, like he, he was cute. I went for like the one German looking Jew, (laughs) (laughs) as you do with you, Cam. And uh, he was like my boyfriend at camp. So everybody was getting hickeys from everybody. Like we were, they were, everyone was sharing partners, like kind of taboo. And I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to stick to my boyfriend. And he gave me a hickey, not on the front, like I was still kind of shy, but he gave me one on like kind of the side uh-huh. back. And it was like the size of an apple. No. It was fucking huge. Like someone punched you in and the I throat. Gave, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had it nonetheless. And I gave him like 10. <laughs> then we get back to camp. And the director of the camp caught wind. Because there were like 25 of us with hickeys all over our neck. And they pulled us aside one by one. And they we we met in the bathroom, like the girls' bathroom. They cleared all the girls' bathroom out. And they brought each girl and guy one by one in front of the mirror. I'm not kidding, I remember this. And they shamed us. Like shame bell, like shame. Shame. And they're like, Look at your neck. How could you do this? What do you think your parents were going to call your parents? This is dirty. This is wrong. And we were, I was mortified. At least mine was kind of hidden. Yeah. But but I had to like pull up my hair and it just felt wrong. But I was so scared they were going to call my my neurosurgeon father (laughs) and my mom and be like, Like your daughter, daughter, (laughs) your daughter has a hickey the size of Alaska on her her neck. This breaks my heart. It was pretty. But yeah, it it was my first time kind of like really because we would play spit in the bottle. But somehow I always avoided like French kissing someone because I was nervous about that. Yeah. Well, and 
skin, spin the bottle, you're in front of everyone. Yeah. So you don't want to learn how to do something mm-hmm. wrong, do it wrong in front of yeah. people. And it's an intimate moment, you know? Yeah. It's not normally shared with a part in a party setting for the yeah. first time. But what is your take on this? Like, okay, I hate that you were like shamed, especially at such a young age in connection with sex or like exploring. But like, do you think they were in the right at all to like call you guys out on the behavior? I don't know. I think that they wouldn't be running a camp if they didn't, you know, regulate things, say something. And it's not like we all could hide what we did. (laughs) I mean, people looked like, you know, they had been beaten kids and, and we're coming and we're coming into the, 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 meal hall where everybody's all these other, and you nobody could hide this and so i feel like there's something that had to be said like you guys can't just be going around with hickeys like what kind of example it seems like sure. that there was no type of um parental what is the word supervision I'm yeah supervision that nobody was looking after us should they have done it the way they did? No. no but they should have been not. like, hey, guys. Not cool. You know, this is not why you go to camp. <laughs> and Actually, gonna do, it is. Yeah. I mean, looking it's exactly. Back, like, yeah. you waited for the moment the guys would, you'd go on a raid and wake up the guys and play spin the flashlight. And that's why we all went to camp was to, like, you know, find find that. And, yeah. And that's what was really exciting. I mean, there was, I always say everything I needed to know, I learned at Jew camp. And I did. <laughs> but that's not really like my first like sexual kind of experience. Like was, I was in, uh, this is, this is pretty mortifying. I was in a 10th grade or 11th grade 10th grade 10th grade okay 16 and i had a i had a boyfriend and my friend tammy who i call slammy for apparent (laughs) reasons she back then even uh uh-huh oh cool and slammy 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 had a boyfriend that was best friends with this guy Mm -hmm. and the guy i dated he was kind of like he was younger and he was hot and he was dumb and he wasn't really from a very well-off family he wasn't the brightest bulb he was kind of like lenny from mice and men but hot and and I'll never forget, like for Christmas, he he's like for Hanukkah. He was like, oh, I I I got you a gift for the holidays, and I, I opened up my locker, and it was like a mini Christmas tree with crosses. And I was like, um, FYI, I'm Jewish. Like, wh- what is this? But God bless him. He was sweet. He was sweet. And then one night we were watching movies at at her Slammy. at Slammy's boyfriend's house, <laughs> and they started getting it on in the same room. Yep. They were in front, like on the floor of the TV, and we were at the back of the room on the bed. And he made his move to French kiss me, which was fine. And then there was, and then he just went straight to third base, which is like we all have questions: what is third base exactly? And he just shoved his finger. And I, you know, I didn't know if I could have babies or anything again. Like, it was pretty brutal. Oh, my God. It was it was tough. Is this um a traumatizing memory or is it like a, just uncomfortable? It was uncomfortable. Okay, okay. But it was just kind of like, like, you know, we talk about foreplay, but it was like, Wah! well, there goes my up. uterus. Well, <laughs> there goes my esophagus. My hymen is on yeah, here. Everything was like gone. But it was like. That was, I mean, I'm being, I was sexual in the same room yes. with another friend, which by the way, I would fucking never do that in a million years now. now. I never did that again. Wow. Not even with like my freshman year roommate. Sometimes we'd have our boyfriends sure. over in a very small room, but like I would have never thought about getting it on. Like you see like 
you watch like Too Hot to Handle or Love Island, and they're all in the same. There's like 50 people in a room, and they're all just fucking like. I wouldn't do that today. I I have like, weirdly, I have respect (laughs) for other people, and that would just make me uncomfortable. Being seen or seeing other people? Both. Okay. It doesn't mean I'm not like voyeuristic. But in that moment, I'm just like, that's that's a no-no for me. That's, and I don't know why I've put that label on myself. Well, and it is interesting because that sounds like it could have been like the formative memory that you decided, oh, I don't like that we're in the same room doing this. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Huh. Huh. But never again. We can blame Lenny's fingers for that one. Lenny. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I, real cute, but dumb as a box. I mean... We've all had a couple of Lennies, I think. Yeah, I've had like, one, more than one. <laughs> they're they're oddly irresistible, especially when you describe them to your friends. You're like, don't date that person. And yeah. You're like, I don't think I'm gonna. And then you like absolutely you, you do. Have to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was fun, and he was he was sweet. And did you, you know, see his wiener? I don't think I did. Okay. I think I was too scared. Sure. That's I think okay. I was really too scared to see. I mean, I'm not scared anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was scared now. I'm always like, you got a dick? Let's see it. Where's like, the I'm the opposite. I turned into, do you ever remember that the, he was a British comedian, Benny Hill? Yeah. And so I, I, he used to just, I don't even really know what Benny Hill did, but he used to just play wacky music. And like attack women and chase women, yeah. like he was like a grandpa. <laughs> yeah, I was like, nee, 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 nee. and like the women are literally running. No, they're running. Like it wasn't even supposed to be fun. But then he had his hands out, like playing grab ass and chasing them. But that's sometimes how I I feel when I walk around, like especially when I'm walking with you know gay male friends. Yeah. Both this is a this is a testament of how I like both our heads will turn yes. at all times. Like I'm alive, I see you, and I don't care. Like where you're gay, straight or whatever, I'm going to notice a hot person. Yes. And that's that's West Hollywood, baby. Yeah. I love this town. Yeah. Dudes in basketball shorts, dicks swinging left swinging. and right. I see it all. Like, oh. I can't watch a TV show. And there's something like, people could be watching the Grammys and out comes Pitbull. And damn it, you know, like I'm a sucker <laughs> for Latin men and, and the Puerto Rican, like, he comes out and that's just like... Like, have that dick in his pants. It's screaming at me. Like, it's and like, I turn to my husband, what? I'm like, look at his dick. Stop. Look at my husband, like, stop making me look at Pitbull's dick, baby. <laughs> You're crazy. You're crazy. Or like when we go to the beaches of Brazil, I'll I'll hand my oh husband my God. the camera. Speedos. And I'm like, honey, look like you're taking a picture of me. But see that guy coming out of the water. He's in a white Speedo. It's like a small child in his pants. We've got to get a picture for, th- <laughs> and I'll say, for the boys so I can post it. They're going to love this. Like the guy's so hot. And I'm like, but look, look at his pants. You can't even get what's going on in there because Brazilians are notorious. So I don't have to tell the gay community that they were the ones who told me. Yes. And, but it's like, it's all, it's all around you. And it's like, I can't help but look, I mean, you're a, you're in a speedo, which if you think people aren't on the beaches looking at that shit, well, then I'm on the beach and I am looking at it (laughs) at all times. Now, you know, not hugger city. So he, does he mind that you like salivate over random men? I don't think, you know, I just try not to throw it in his face. Sure, sure, Like, sure. I'll be like, oh, my God. Or sometimes, I can't help myself sometimes if, like, a guy, and I'm like, like yesterday somebody like, hot came on the TV, and I'm like, wow, look at him. And he goes, <laughs> and he'll just give me a look like, knock it off. 
you know, but I find myself saying things or when we walk by, I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> like, and then I get like my, my, my voice drops. Like I'm a dude. I'm like, hello. Hey, baby. <laughs> yeah. Hi there. Get the ass on that one. Yeah, like if I'm next to a fire truck, like I will turn because that's like my ultimate fantasy. Firemen? Yeah, that and a Spanish soccer team. Like just a whole gangbang. I used to carry, before I got married, I used to just carry a bunch of Magnum condoms in my purse just in case I got in an elevator. Stop. And I ran into like a Brazilian soccer team. And, and like <laughs> that was my fantasy was just that moment that they would just turn to me and like, hola, yeah, you know, yeah. hola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dick sucked in yeah, the Yeah, bag. yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, sure, okay. see. Yeah. You see, <laughs> yes. but that never happened. It never happened. It's never, it's never too late. God, that is such, I will say I walk by the West Hollywood fire station and they'll be like sitting out on their little chairs and I'm just like fucking one of you nod for me to follow you into the back. All of them. All of them. All of them. Sure. That is it for me. Oh, the my lady. uniform. <laughs> But like I always try and get whoever I dated, I never made it happen. And I had a guy who actually, I think he, he worked part time or something. He did volunteered for the fire department, but so I never he had, had some of the uniform. Yeah, but um, he was a nut job. That one didn't last long. But I always would ask, like I even asked my like, can you put on a fireman costume and like uh, grab a fake axe and like act like you're breaking, kicking down the door? I've always like. And he was like, no, that's no, no, baby, I'm not going to put on a costume. No, 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 baby. But that's uh, that's it. I would love that. I went home with a cop one time before they were canceled. And I <laughs> I had um, I was like, ooh, be fun. He picked up his handcuffs and I was like, ooh, be fun to use those and these. And he's like, those are actually notoriously covered in bacteria. I was like. Have yeah. you ever flirted God with anyone? God damn, like, way ever? to kill the moment. Yeah, I'm like, gross. <laughs> Your dick was like, <laughs> my butt will snap shut. I was damn, like, no. I hate when our assholes snap shut. <laughs> uh-uh. um, what about your first time? Like PP vagina sex. <sighs> that's also a, a, quite a tragic story. Well, that's a good, that's a good story. <laughs> I love, if you're okay telling it. Oh, I, I'm always okay telling this story. Okay. People are like, that did not happen. <laughs> so I had, it was, it was uh, my senior year in high school. Again, Slammy played a big part in this. I'm, Slammy. Are you still friends with Slammy? I just saw Slammy oh. this year. Yes. She's amazing. I love it. We got, we Shout got out a lot Slammy. of tribal. No. Shout out to Slammy. <laughs> um, Slammy had a boyfriend from the all-Catholic private school. So he had a best friend, mm. Michael, and Michael became somebody that was became a long-term boyfriend. And we were scheduled to go to prom together. Even though our proms were on the same night, so it was going to be like a choice of which prom to really go to. Sure. So... During the time, about four months in, we were dating, we were at some party and we went and we fooled around upstairs at the party and then he tried to have sex with me and I was like, no, 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 no. This is, there's too many people, like, no, it's, I'm yeah. not that public and this is my first time. And um, then, and again, kind of a hillbilly, not very educated. Mm-hmm. and But from the private school? Yeah, nice. um, not I think his father was a minister. And when I came to meet the parents, they were very what they just looked at me 
like, you know, like I had just like shoot in syphilis and, and like the, the bubonic plague, you know, the just, just with my, yeah, with my Jew face. They just were <laughs> no, like, what is not this? Your Jew face. Yeah. And he just wasn't. And um, let's just say I'm kind of surprised that I dated him because this was kind of the guy he was. I would say he was homophobic mm-hmm. and I kind of found out in the middle when I was saying it, I was like, really? Like, I was just like, what? And I was young and learning and I, but I, you know, this was when I started to cultivate in Oklahoma. Everyone was very closeted, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I kind of had already like your friends, like Some I put my like, eyes yeah, on, yeah, yeah. I was always attracted to like my mom's hairdresser. They, the, you know, the guy who ran the Chinese restaurant, his name was Sean. And he, you know, every Sunday as Jews do, we'd go to the Chinese restaurant and he would just load is up really a, is that a, a thing well that's what we like to do okay okay yeah, yeah. we'd load up the station wagon we go and then there was this gay chinese guy who owned the restaurant he would just float out and he'd see my father and he'd light up and he'd be like dr pulaski you know he just he loved him and i was like god this guy's just really fabulous yeah so i kind of was just interested in and attracted so this guy just again um not very educated and not just I don't think was very open, but what he was trying to do was have sex with me. Mm-hmm. So finally, I was I decided, well, if I'm going to have sex, it's going to be on my own terms. So probably it was like two weeks before prom. I decided I was going to make it happen. And I got my friends, my best friend's older boyfriend, I got him to get a hotel at the Days Inn. Nice. Thank you, Class Act. <laughs> class Act. A Days Inn off the uh, the freeway in Oklahoma City. But like a teenager getting it, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of a big deal. So I planned a date. I talked to my friend Robin. And right before that, I was like, oh, I'm scared. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have sex tonight. He doesn't know it. She goes, well, we got this. And I said, but I'm afraid about getting pregnant and blah, 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 blah. And she said, well, we were handed this thing at the tanning salon we work, we work at. And it's called the sponge. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're like, I'm like, sponge? What is it? And she's like, well, I think you just, you shove it up there and then you take it out after. So I read the directions. I shoved this thing up my hoo-ha, not even like paying attention to it because I just kind of didn't want him to know. That night, we go to a romantic dinner at the Olive Garden, as you do, as you do. Mm, That is Midwest fancy. Thank you. And then I was like, I have a surprise. And then I drove him, you know, he drove me and I said, over here, and like we stopped at the Days Inn and I'm like, I got a room. And like his face lit up. And then he's like, uh, I have to go get something. So then gas station stopped to get the condom. So good. We were at least smart. Like this guy was definitely not trying to put a baby Catholic. <laughs> but at least he had those brain cells left. Great. And I remember we go into the days in. We put on the TV. And Madonna's, this is how I knew that like <laughs> I was going to be a part of uh, the community. Madonna's like a prayer was playing and black Jesus black was Jesus. On, on the screen and he just kind of, I don't know if there was really a lot of foreplay. And I remember him mounting me and sticking and I, Oh, and before this night had happened, I turned to another friend of mine and she's, she was, you know, she came from another private school and, and then transferred over and she was very wild. And this girl <laughs> like smoked and drank a blessed 
blasted heavy metal and, and she was just the coolest. And I knew she knew everything about anything. And I remember being in like algebra class with her and I turned around and I said, hey, Steph, I'm, I'm going to have sex tonight. I'm really scared. What does it feel like? And she's like, oh, it feels like a bat with acid on the end of it. And I was like, what? And so that's what's going on in my head. So this guy mounts me. I'm thinking like, oh my God. Brace feels, yourself. Yeah, it's going to feel like, and it kind of did. Like, because it stings or something? What it was the did. acid? You know, it was just like hurting. Yeah. You know, because I was so tight. <laughs> and uh, stop. Every every gay man just threw up in their mouth. I'm sorry, guys. And and so they, they mounted me and it wasn't very long. And I just remember the, I'll take you there just like a dream to me. And I was like literally peeping over his shoulder watching the video. Like stop. I kind of wasn't really into it because I was like, okay, I just got to get this over with. Yeah. And then that was basically, and then we went back. You know, we I don't really remember cuddling or... I Did just you not spend the night in the hotel? No, no, no. I had a curfew. I had to be back. Oh God, it was just for fucking... Yeah, like that's how... Am I just a dirt bag or I what? Love <laughs> I love dirt it. I love it. Dirt bag. Wait, wait, But I thought the sponge was to soak up okay. scum. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Well, it's it's a birth control. Okay. Supposedly. Yeah. So... I get home that night. Oh, you! Oh no! And I'm so excited. Like I want to tell my friends, I did it. I did it. I had sex. I, I had, had bad sex. sex. <laughs> I I did it though. You yeah. know, I wasn't such a prude anymore. Totally. I had sex. I'm a woman now. You know, I thought like you become a woman at your bar mitzvah. No, no. It's when a guy penetrates mounted. you at the Days Inn Hotel <laughs> off the Oklahoma freeway, and I was so happy. And then I go to pull out the sponge. Oh. So I reach up and there's supposed to be a little like, like a Release little elastic sure. lever that you grab with your feet that is supposed like a to stick on string. It's like a, a lever that kind of like hooks up so okay. that you could grab it easily. Okay. Okay. A pickle grabber. What's a pickle grabber? <laughs> that sounds so, what's a pickle grabber? It's like you push to- and it uh, like a little claw comes out and then it like pulls no okay it just it's <laughs> you're like not that no but i think that's like my new password for everything <laughs> pickle grabber pickle. that's that's an album title Jean the Blasky. password pickle is grabber. pickle grabber so okay so a lever sorry so, so it's like an elastic little thing that you pull and so i like kind of reach up there which i don't like reaching up there and i'm reaching for it, but it's not oh no it's i don't i can't find the elastic and I'm like, okay, take a deep breath. And I keep trying and I keep trying. And then I pull out the directions and it says sometimes that the, that the, and again, this, the sponge was new. It was like just introduced to society, which I didn't <laughs> New really technology. Understand. Yeah, of course. So why don't, why, Sean, why wouldn't I shove that up my hoo-ha? <laughs> And I'm reading the directions. The directions are like, sometimes you may have to, if it's logic, you may have to have surgically removed. No. So I'm reading That's on the this. package? Yes. I'm reading the directions. I'm reading this. Now I'm at a DEF CON. I'm at a DEF CON one. And I'm like, oh my God. So I, I start fisting myself. I'm fisting. <laughs> I have now, I'm past sex. Now I am at a bear convention. I am fisting my fist my elbow my my right foot everything is up my hoo-ha 
because the last thing I want to do is wake up my parents and say, hey, by the way. Oh, my God. I had sex last night. And oh, I need this weird. I need this sponge <laughs> pulled out of my hoo-ha. And it was I was terrible. I was crying. I was panicked. I was in the bathroom for about an hour and a half. Just fishing. Yeah. yeah. Fishing and fisting. And <laughs> I finally got it out. But I couldn't say. I think they discontinue sponges like two weeks later or whatever. I was say they were short-lived. Very short-lived. As like the IUD had more success infecting people's uteruses than the sponge did. The sponge was the worst. But there was no more. There was nothing. I've been in a plane that dropped a thousand feet. That was pretty terrifying. But I don't know if it was terrifying <laughs> as reading. You may have to have this sponge surgically, surgically removed, removed when I was like 16 oh years old. Oh, my God. 16. And it just leads to so many questions. You had sex with who? Where? When? Yeah. And like, I got a hotel yeah. room. Yeah. 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 I got day a, at the day's end. I know. With I know people are very jealous. But a homophobic farmer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. To this day, if I saw that guy, I would just. Yeah. And here's 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 the sad part. Okay. Like it I'm gets sadder. Myself. It gets sadder. Sad. Week later, I found out he had he just decided he didn't want to be with me anymore, but hadn't told me. He told his best friend he was taking another girl to prom. Oh my god, this is two weeks before prom. Mm -hmm. Now one week before prom, sorry. Yeah. I didn't have a date. I was mortified. I gave this guy my cherry, my virginity. And he knew it. Uh -huh. He knew it. He knew it. And I was like, no way. And some, it, it was so crazy. So word got around my high school that I didn't have a date for prom. And like, nobody wanted to fuck me. I had yellow hair and it was permed and I looked like the Lion King. You know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> a top. Like, I wasn't a, that attractive. I was popular, but I wasn't attractive. And... A guy came up to me in like my first hour chemistry class and he got down on one knee with the flower and he's like, hi, my name is Derek. And he's like, I I'd like to take you to prom. And actually we're friends till this day. Uh, and he was secretly Jewish, which is like nuts. What? Yeah. Not gay, secretly Jewish. Just secretly Jewish. That is and so adorable sweet. and kind. And I should have loved him. And we were just friends. Yeah. And then I set up one of my best friends at prom with his good friend. But he had a thing for my best friend. And I just, when we had a hotel that night, I was like, Jen, you've got to blow him. And she was like, what? And I was like, you've got to blow Derek. He saved me. He, he got me to prom. She's like, you so blow Derek. She was like, I'm not. And I'm like, please blow Derek. Like, <laughs> he took us home that night. And I was like, I can't believe you didn't blow. She's like, I can't believe you're telling me to blow Derek. So I just wanted her to give back to what Derek did for me. But the crazy part is I wasn't going to let my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend, fuck me over like that. So I planned all my girlfriends. We got in my friends like Trans Am, mm -hmm. Slammy, my friend Heather, who I call Feather, and my Aww. friend Dory. And we got in our car and we, we went to a church where my ex-boyfriend worked. He like mowed the lawns or whatever. Uh -huh. And I came out looking, I thought I was like in a crop so top, hot. looking hot with my yellow perm Takuna Matata hair. I can't wait to see a pic. And I walked up and he's like kind of shocked. And I was like, hey, 
hey, Michael. And he's like, whoa, whoa, hey, Sean, you look really good. What are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, I just wanted to tell you, I wouldn't go to prom with you if it was a cold day in hell. And um, you could hear all my girlfriends screaming from the car. Like, and he looks over at me and they could hear him because they had the windows down. And he goes, he goes, is that right? And I'm like, and you're a stoner and you do too much. Like I thought, you know, cause I was a goody two shoes. get him. And I'm like, you're a stoner. And he's like, are you done? And he, and he goes, and then he like almost put like leaned his fist back. Like are I thought he was going to hit me. Yeah. And, but he heard all the gr- church. Yes. And he heard all the girls screaming and he goes, he goes, good. He goes, go home. And, I go, and I started to walk away, and I go, no, I'm not done. And I slapped him. <gasps> Even if you saw that he might punch you? I fucking slapped him. <laughs> and then my girlfriends were like, ah! Their heads They're explode. like, you go, Sean. Like, he had an audience, and he knew it. Wow. And then what happened? He just took the slap. I think that's when he, that's when he, he put his hand back, when I slapped him. But he heard them screaming. So yeah, maybe my story's a little back. No, but yeah, no, no. no, he said, good, go home. I slapped him. And then that's when he kind of like, he put his arm back and I was like, uh-oh. But they were all screaming <laughs> and everybody like, uh-oh. No, let's not break my nose again. Because my nose, I walk into walls. So I already had a broken no. nose from being ac- you know, accident prone. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's when he pulled his arm back. And then the girl screamed and then he looked at back and he saw you in the audience. Yeah. And then like, oh, I can't do this. And then I like strutted away, like back to the screaming car, like Stella got, Sean got her groove back. I fucking love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. That motherfucker. I'm not salty about it at all. <laughs> I've done lots of therapy. I was like, bitch, I gave you my vag in a fucking days in. And this is how you just don't do that to somebody. It's it's and, and I guess teenagers don't have the words and the communication yeah. skills, maybe. But like, mm-hmm. I mean, shitty, shitty behavior. Shitty. Am I the first to lose it in a day's in on this tower bottom? <laughs> Maybe. Am I the filthiest person? No, yet? not I'm by filthy. You, you're perfect. Um, someone lost their virginity on train tracks a few weeks ago. Like, yeah, like wow. And they're like, it was really uncomfortable. Like, yeah, bro, that it's, sounds horrible. That's a train track. I. It was it the what? aspect of like that it was dangerous I and think- that a train could just decapitate you and tear your butt like like listen we're gonna get torn to shreds one way or another um it was what hey it was um they didn't have a place to go and he was like i mean how about the train tracks just a steady ground i mean they they moved it to the bushes after back pain was a thing like because someone's back was on like that may be the oddest place i've ever heard somebody having sex right i know when when he said it i was like huh What's the craziest place you've had sex? That's a great question. A really great question. Um, maybe like in general, like Burning Man was the like most interesting place, I think, because there's a lot of just like sex like happening. Uh-huh. So like you could get into it like kind of anywhere. And it's like, oh, Burning Man. In Boy, the desert. you'd have to. Yeah. You, Not your scene. Oh, you'd have to like roofie me. You'd have to like what roofied there. Like, but I mean, just to get me to Burning Man. <laughs> Not th- while I'm because there. It's like, it's like a cleanliness yeah, like, thing. Yeah, like there's two things you're never going to see me do in my life. 
Burning Man and uh, do a triathlon. <laughs> so those two I put in the same category. And if, literally, if there was a gun to my head, I, I'd maybe just be like, forget it. Just pull the trigger. Pull it. Pull it. Wait, what about you? Uh, I'm trying to think. Isn't that crazy? I know. I mean, I've had so much sex that (laughs) I start to like, God. Have you had a lot of sex? I I have. Yeah. I have. Were there like, um, looking back since you're, you're, you're not open in your marriage. No. Okay. Oh, hell no. Uh, right um there'd be once a lot I'm of with, dead bodies once i'm oh, with, with someone, someone you're once it's 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 an exclusive relationship no okay. i've never i'm never going to be that person i've always uh just one one person at a time well i can't say at a time but if i <laughs> god oh dig it a hole do you hear that family aunt judy um no it's uh when I'm when I'm exclusive exclusive with sure. somebody, yeah, then you're and a, we've established like you're my boyfriend, I'm your girlfriend. It's just us. Us, yes. Um, do you have like a glory? Is there a period of your life where the sex was like better than? Oh yeah, I definitely say thirties. Really? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm I mean. I just exited them, so yeah, minutes ago, right 30s, before you walked in, thirties. 30s definitely I think that's really where I was just kind of on this I'd come out of like my third three-year relationship and then you know dating apps started to kind of come into play so I was like the j-date queen Uh, I had done eHarmony but they found me unmatchable and I was like oh my god not really like four it like I could have carried a baby to term in the time it took me to fill out the application pages right yeah like and it, they found you unmatchable. Um, like I was like, you know, Shrek found somebody. <laughs> like even even Hitler found found somebody, somebody. right? He he found his ride or die. But I did everything. I did, I, I did match. I did plenty of dicks, plenty of fish. Mm-hmm. And okay, I, Cupid. I was did. One. Yeah, I did everything. Tinder. Tinder had not come out yet. There was Grinder. And I knew the the guys who created Grinder. Oh, are they just like the richest people in the world now? They're they're pretty well off. I haven't talked to them in a while, but I remember when they unleashed the sister form. Before there was Tinder, there was Blender. Yes, and it was like a shit show. But Blender was so like that was the beginning of like GPS the the hetero GPS dating. But it, and I went to the launch party of that. And I didn't have an iPhone at the time. And they were like, here, just put it on your iPad. So I did. And one night, my I started hearing dinging. I left my <laughs> iPad on. And I'm like, what is that fucking noise? And, and at Blender. the point when they first launched Blender, it was a bunch of gay guys trying to land straight dudes. That's what it was. But there weren't a lot of straight guys. So I was like, oh, I know that queen. I know that queen. That's Da-da-da. so funny. But then what where blender really came into play and god bless it it came into play when i traveled internationally <gasps> entertaining the troops so i was like at bases in spain oh my god and bosnia oh my god i mean i'm, I'm picking up dudes in war zones <laughs> like it just that is that's so where hot. i was like oh my god i can be in a different city and i can track dick near me and that I was really kind of the first I felt like to really engage. Like I was pre tender, yeah, pre tender shit. 
That is so hot. So would you get guys hitting you up that had seen you perform? Yes. Oh. But those guys, I mean, okay, I'll tell you the craziest. Here's a good one. Okay. It was like a... On a base uh, in Djibouti, mm. which is nine miles from Somalia, mm. and it was a paratrooper, and they, they we literally the talent was kept in like storage units, like they weren't really <laughs> hotels, they were like storage like, units with like, like hot beds. Like a, okay, yes, okay, yeah, like a, a cot, like, yeah, easily collapsible bed. I mean, it's still a bed, okay, but it good. still was just a fucking, like a full, you know, a place on rocks. Yeah, 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 it still was like not. It was not really a hotel, or it was sure. like a, it was like a storage it was unit. Government, government sanctioned. Government dick. <laughs> government sanctioned dick. Okay, yeah. So your episode title could be Hickey Party, Government Sanctioned Dick. Or there was fucking there was another one and it was so funny. What well, pickle on, sorry. Uh, was pickle <laughs> pickle grabber? Um, you've said a lot of funny things, but anyway, go. I was just try to scan as we're talking as like that yeah. title. So yeah, that was really fucking like. I mean, listen, when I got asked to go to Afghanistan, yeah, I, I knew what I was doing when I asked to, when I was asked to go to war zones and dangerous, dangerous deployed war zones. Yes, I had done. I played bases in Japan, in Korea, and, and Germany after 9-11. And that seemed like a big deal just to go and represent for this country. But when you are going in the de deployed zones like Afghanistan and you are in the shit. And I was the first female comic at the time to head over there. And when I went there, they hadn't seen a woman come in to do comedy in like this, this particular war zone. And we went to like forward operating bases. We went to bases at like six in the morning. We'd land in a Black Hawk and there'd be like 20 guys at this base on the border of like Pakistan and Afghanistan. And, and but I, I knew at the time I was single and I, I don't have any children and I, I just said, I have to take this kid because it's really hard to meet the right man in Los Angeles. And <laughs> I felt like the opportunities, I, I mean, I kind of, like I took it for the excitement and I took it because I just was curious, but I also took it, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I took it for the dick. The and then dick? my dad, my dad sat me down before I left and he's like, you know, my dad served in Vietnam as a medic and it was, it was really jarring for him and he never really talked about it. And you know, he went into that when I was in Da Nang story and he, he said, I don't really want you to go over there. I'll pay you whatever they're paying you. And I said, it's not about the money. Well, yeah. It's about the dick. But I said, <laughs> it's, it's, it's about representing for this country and, and trying to boost morale. Being Boy, of service. And yeah. I was of service and I knew what I was doing <laughs> when I went overseas and it takes me, a, you know, like two hours to get ready and I don't care what time in the morning and I don't care if I had to get ready with a pocket mirror. I perfumed showered got my hair my mate i did i did everything right so when i came off that black hawk or let's just say and i was particular i would go to them listen i don't really eat a big breakfast as you can tell by looking at me i'm just so, so I'm dainty. yeah whatever um but i would i purposely would get ready in the mornings and go to the mess hall and just walk in like i was beyonce you know with a tight sweater and just, you know, act like I'm looking around for breakfast. Like, what should I get? And, you know, and all the men would kind of look up because there weren't a lot of men. There weren't, there weren't a lot of women on the base. Right. 
And they'd be like, and out of uniform, out of uniform. And they're like, what the hell's going on here? You know, I got my, my, my 32 G's out. I knew what I was doing. And I'm just kind of like, mm, I look so dumb. What's going on? Who can help me find an omelet? Like there's an omelet bar. I need a banana. You know? Yeah, what's going on? And then I perform and then I meet guys and it just, man, my game. And then, you know, when I traveled with a male comic or two and they would wingman me, they knew I was a fucking super gay man inside and that I was down. I was, yeah, I was looking for dick. Oh, and so, I, I mean, that. I can tell you stories and there were, there were, there were many, there Do were you have a favorite. You were starting about a paratrooper Did that the paratrooper probably was my favorite. Yeah, because he took me on an ATV. He First, he asked me if I want to jump out of a plane with the paratroopers, which, first of all, I don't even like, I have a fear of flying, and <laughs> I, I don't even want to go to Burning Man. What makes me think I'm going to jump out of a jump fucking a plane? plane? The dick. Right. And then I, he's like, yeah, but you'll have to probably sign a waiver because they probably won't, the government won't let us. Just, you know. You're worth too much money. Yeah. And I didn't want to break my nose a fourth time, so I was like, okay. <laughs> we'll land on my nose. Yeah. I'm sure of that. <laughs> So, but he, he just kind of said, okay, well, we're going to ride some ATVs out of gas today because we have to ship them back and, and our, our troop is leaving, going back to Atlanta. And so he literally showed up outside my, my storage unit, <laughs> all hot in an ATV. And he's like, I got on behind him oh my and God. it was kind of like Top Gun and, mm. um, or actually, no, I got in. In, in, front, in of front of him. Oh, that's hot. And he's leaning over yeah, you like yeah. this. And, you're like, and he had his hands around my his... waist. But I think when people hug me, they don't realize my boobs are are like so big. And I'm short. So when you're grabbing, you think my waist, you're really grabbing like Under part of boob. my tit. Yeah. yeah. No matter how high I hold them, they're, <laughs> you're they're just them. there. Like the, 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 the pickle handle, the pickle grabber. Pickle grabber. And so he put his arms around me. And he was kind of on my boob. And then he like tried to move. Yeah, like, no, no. But like you could probably... I was so nervous and you could probably hear me breathing like, Oh God, Oh God, Oh Lord, please. <laughs> you know, and we're on an ATV and we like ride through mud and there's like mud all over us. And then we got out and we kind of rest like, and I don't even like to get my hair wet, but it was just, it was go time. He was hot in mud. I was in mud. And then he's like, do you want to see a dead body? And I was like, what? And he's like, there's a dead body over there in the, in like the marsh. And I'm like, no, that's not hot. Like dick killing, dick killing right there. Yeah. What? Yeah. And I was like, no what a teenage boy thing. He, to was. Say. he was, well, he was a, a bit <laughs> younger, um, but he was just like dark hair, blue eyes, super sexy. And in that, like, I mean, I'd seen him in his paratrooper uniform. Yeah. Like, let's not fuck around. The guy jumps out of a plane in an eight. Like, they jump out of planes on an ATV in the middle of the night. Like, that's the shit they do. And it was just. And then I held that play out. And then I Found saw. I, I met up with the other paratrooper. I remember just going in that night after the show because they, you know, that's the oh, do you want to come to where we all are? And you walk in and they were all like shirtless playing pool. Stop. And it was a gay man's dream. Like I, if I was a photographer, I, I at that time I should have made a calendar out of them. Like I just, I was willing all my gay friends there. Like they, everyone could just show up and see what I was seeing. And it was like all slow motion to me. You're like, this is a movie scene. It was. You're it, glistening. All with of a them. cigarette dangling out of your mouth. Yeah. And like eyeing. The, and then he looks up at you and winks or something. You're like, it was. I'm sopping wet. So hot. It was so like special forces. Like I made it 
actually kind of a thing where I, I didn't just get with military guys. You got with I like got, higher ups? I got with the guys that like murder, like can make you disappear in the middle of the night. And like, then they can just disappear from life and come back. Like, yeah. How about make me come and then you disappear? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <gasps> and that some of them came to visit me and they showed up to my door in the States. And then like, like you know, I'm just like, how'd you get here? Like, babe. How'd you get here? But okay. I mean, yeah. I, the, those those were very hot. But the, the paratrooper, that was a very sensual, fun night. We went through... We went through a nice box of of magnums. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and my box. And uh, <laughs> then I got of on the magnums. plane. And it was literally, it was the night before I had to leave. So I literally got on the plane freshly, freshly tapped. There is, I mean, I'm sorry. Road dick is like, yeah. it can be a beautiful thing. There's not enough time to discover all the flaws of a person. So you're just like in this like, we have 18 hours. Like, how do you want to spend but them? But see, that's for a man and a male comic, hetero or gay. It's easy for you to land dick from being on the stage and being cute and sexy and funny. And for the hetero comic dick, that isn't cute. That isn't sexy. <gasps> and that they still, they still, they still get a lot of women. Sure. Now, when a woman it's on this, stage this and a woman heart. is attractive. Most most hetero penises just just they just shrivel and go back up and so inside. And you can see it. And it's not really like I don't feel like I was always approachable, I guess. I, I wondered why that was. Because but once in a while there was a bold dude. Yeah. That would make his way, but it it was more rare. Yeah. Now the military, everyone's just hard up. So I knew that like, and they're appreciative. I right. Think. And I'm, I'm one, who am I competing with? Right. Nobody. <laughs> Me. Yes. Well, with you, Zach, I want, I bet man, you and I would be like, next time you get an offer, bring me along which and, and here's the craziest this i've never told this story while i was in that storage unit i had blender on oh my god and on the blender was uh, for my storage unit there wasn't even a window oh god so i could i could open my storage the door. unit and peek out there was a fire station on the base but it was an Ecuadorian fire station fireman. And I remember like every day I look at me like, Oh my God, there is the hottest, sexiest Latin fireman over there. And he found me on blood and we never got to hook up, but you knew. And then he messaged me like, why well, I was in the States. But like I saw, I mean, you're like, that's yeah, him. but I was like, how do I rotate this one out of this? <laughs> The storage unit. The storage like, unit. Oh, I'm sleepy. Filthy, it's dirty. 3 p.m. Storage unit. I could literally talk about stuff like this for hours. Yeah, but my in-laws are like, what did she just say? <laughs> um, Wait, okay. So the last thing is, what a piece of, is, is there a piece of advice you'd give to young Sean before she began her sexual journey? Huh. I, I, I think I... I would have told young Sean to be more open-minded. Okay. And to be, just to give all types and everybody a chance. Because once I opened up 
those floodgates to look at all different types of men and all shapes and sizes and whatnot, I think that's really where I became a little more sexually uninhibited and yeah. not as prude and just say open your mind and not be so shut off. Honestly, that's good advice for literally anyone, anytime, any day. Mm -hmm. Open-mindedness. I mean, and I grew up in Missouri where like racism is like embedded into the culture. Like still there's like this polite racism I see when I go home and I'm, I'm sure in LA too, but it's, le it's more rare, mm -hmm. but it's just like unlearning that and like keeping your mind open is like, it's hard. I mean, for a kid to do, they don't, you, we didn't know any different, you know? Yeah. But I'm glad you, I'm glad you opened it. I'm glad you opened a lot of things on your body too. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't give your virginity to a guy in days in who, uh, <sighs> days in, if you're listening, I guess a sponsorship deal would make amends for this. I'm sure. I'm sure. But maybe I'll use that for, for my podcast. <laughs> maybe that's, I mean, it kind of goes Wait, with the whole idea. Perfect segue. Please tell me and all the tower bottoms about your podcast. Well, um, very exciting. I, I have a new podcast with uh, my best friend, Vicki Barbalak, who was a, a finalist on uh, America's Got Talent. And mm. you guys may know her as Trailer Nasty. And, and uh, <laughs> Vicki and I both started at the comedy store together. And we're, we're kind of like the modern ab fab. We're just this, this opposite type of duo that came from very different lives she came from a not so fortunate family sold carpet for her family family's carpet store had two kids married three times and i you know came from oklahoma from a you know a nice jewish family and went on to college at usc and just you know and lived in beverly hills yes. and we had these very opposite lives and so we came together and we have this kind of fictional yet uh improvised real uh podcast and it's called trailer park diaries and it's on all things comedy and the basic idea is that um i'm this you know it's a little sensationalized that i'm this rich beverly hills friend of hers not far and yeah hardly and and i'm going through a, a big divorce and nobody nobody's there for me anymore and so i have nothing but to do but to leave and move into her trailer park because vicky really does live in a trailer park in oceanside so i move into the oh trailer my gosh. park yeah Wait, is that like a nice trailer park? yeah it's a nice trailer okay, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. nice yeah she lives oceanside i'm like yeah, yeah yeah she has a beautiful view so but she's always lived in trailer parks she's been lived in like six of them so i moved to her trailer park and it's kind of like fish out of water uh -huh. and she's quote the manager of the trailer park uh -huh. and she finds a trunk full of diaries and each episode or each season we take one diary and we go through them and we read little excerpts and we make our own special cocktails and we read a couple pages and then we discuss and we kind of uh, talk about our own lives and then we get back to the diary so this this uh season's diary is kind of like a fun mystery adventure uh, and so it's a it's a lot of fun to uh to do this i love yeah i love and there's already a season out yes well not the full season the okay. first one started yesterday oh my gosh so okay. each week there's there's 12 this season okay and so yeah weekly yeah weekly it's called trailer oh. park diaries so it's kind of fun to listen to the venture and to see how this all ends i can't wait I'm going to listen. Thank you. Yeah, and where else can people find you, like handle-wise? Uh, well, you can find me at Days In, uh, <laughs> not at Burning Man. <laughs> you, uh, you can find me at Sean Polovsky on 
Twitter or Instagram, TikTok, Blender. Yeah, Blender, <laughs> J-Date, <laughs> uh, Plenty of Dicks. Yeah. And, um, or you can find my website, hahachick, H-A-H-A-C-H-I-C-K.com. I love that website. Yeah, it's easier than Sean Polofsky. Yeah. <laughs> let's just say. Dude, Zach Noe Towers, I like, I spell it, but I'm just like, honestly. But you have the cutest name in the world. Oh like, I pray I could come back as not as Sean Polofsky. <laughs> like, as Zach Noe, T- like, it's such a cute name. Oh my God, thank you. Well, I'll tell my parents. It's like every Disney Channel's, like, oh my gosh, like, star name. That's Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much for being on this. I love you very much. I, I just, I can't thank you enough for, for having me here today. It's such an honor to be sitting with you. And you're like, you, you must sleep in a time machine because you're just still as cute as oh. ever. Same. You're, I will, I think you're maybe more stunning than when I first met you. I will marry you next, Zach. <laughs> and then I'll be Sean Pulaski Oliveira, Zach Noe Towers. Yes. That's like a bullfighter. That's, That's a, a very name. long name. That's a name. <laughs>